Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of In My Shoes. It's a podcast for women of color where we get to tell our journey in our own words so that society knows exactly what's going on. I am your host, Karen Davis Thompson. And today I have three members of my tribe with me, Maureen, Amber, and Janine. We're going to be talking a little bit about COVID-19 or quarantine and self-discovery. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Hello, ladies. We'll start with you, Maureen. How are you today? I am fabulous. How are you doing, Karen? I am doing just fine. Thank you so much. And Amber, how are you? Oh, go ahead, Maureen. No, no, no. I was going to say, I hope you're doing well, you know, staying safe and healthy. I am. I hope the same is for you and your family that you're staying well and healthy also. Amber, how are you today? I'm doing good. Hope everybody else is doing well. Thank you very much. And G, how about you? Doing great. Just happy to be here. Thank you so much, ladies. So we're going to dive right into this topic. So uh, we were talking a little bit offline, a few of us last week, and sometimes, as it so uh, always happens, we get to talking and we're like, girl, that is a podcast episode. So we decided that we talk about that a little bit today. So we've been in quarantine, some of us, for well over a month now, the entire month of April and part of March. And so it's given us a lot of time to self-reflect. And so, ladies, I'm just going to throw this question out there. Um, and we'll just talk about it broadly and then get, get into more, more specifics. But, um, Amber, let's start with you. What is something that you've learned about yourself during this time of quarantine? Um, I guess during this time, I have, um, without sounding, I guess, you know, super sure of myself. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but I found out that I'm probably a little more talented than I could give myself credit for. Um, I've actually been able to spend some more time on my actual craft and and do things. And I've actually become quite proud of myself on some of the things that I've accomplished. Um, you know, it's given me the time that I needed before. I would always have the excuse of, you know, I had work and then I had this to do, but now all of those things have been forced to stop. So it's forced me to really concentrate on the things that I really love. And I've actually realized, you know, I'm kind of proud of myself that I'm doing pretty good. And your business again, just to refresh people's memory. Um, I have a personal craft business called Designs by Lynn, where I make personal crafts, gifts and things and customize them for people however they want them. Maureen, how about you? What's one thing that you've learned about yourself? Yeah, I think um, it's, a, that's a, it's a great question because I think there's so much that you can learn during this time. And I am with Amber just in terms of what it is that I can do and what I can accomplish. And so for me, it wasn't necessarily a matter of knowing, you know, like what I was passionate about. I've already, I, I knew that, but I think it really gave me the time and space to be more creative about how do I think about it. It gave me clarity of mind to put some things into place to really, um, to, to really say, yeah, I got this and I can do this and stop putting those things out there that say, you know, you don't have time. Um, because who's got time, right? You don't, you don't have time or there's something else I could be doing. You know, I, I kind of like made some excuses and finally I was like, you know what, let me just, let me just do this because when am I ever going to have this time and this kind of clarity of mind again? So I think it was more just realizing that I could carve this space out to do what I needed to do to move my passion forward. Thank you very much, Maureen. And G, what about you? What have you learned about yourself thus far? Um, you know, just kind of echoing, uh, you know, some of the similar thoughts as uh, Amber and, and Maureen, um, but just to kind of let you guys know, I one thing I have learned about myself is that I would make a really horrible teacher. 
<laughs> so as you all know, like in, in, in most places, um, children, um, students are um, not in school. They're doing e-learning and homeschooling and all of that. So, you know, I've learned a lot and I have a renewed sense of respect for uh, educators. Okay. So let, let me just clarify that. Um, but moving forward, um, you know, I kind of, you know, same thing as kind of, you know, what Maureen was saying is that I kind of took the time after it kind of set in, you know, this is an unprecedented time. And so neither one of us, like none of us knew this was coming. So, you know, after I got beyond, wow, this is really happening. Like this is, this is reality right now. Um, I really took that time to figure out, okay, when else am I going to be able to have this kind of time and really focus on the things that make me happy or bring me joy or gonna make me a better person. So that's what really made me jump into, you know, kind of like Maureen, I kind of already know what my passion is and what really, you know, brings me joy. And I've got my my business um, that I'm, you know, crafting and, and really trying to build up. So there were things that I wanted to do on that, that aspect, but then there were also th things that I really wanted to do as far as, you know, just getting back to myself, doing things that really just make my heart happy. You know, like I love to grow my own fruits and vegetables. So, you know, I started, you know, revamping my, my garden and, you know, spending more time with my kids. We'll go outside and ride our bikes and just things that just really make me happy. So I, I, I really wanted to find time to kind of take a break from the business and career portion of it and really take time to just connect, reconnect with my family. You know, I've, I've got three kids and a husband and we're all moving like a mile a minute. So just taking some time to just kind of reconnect, you know, cooking and doing things that, like I said, just in my heart, just make me happy. So that's, that's kind of, you know, where my my mindset. Thank you very much, G. Maureen. Is something you wanted to add to that? Yeah. So I love the fact, um, G, that you talked about, you know, your family is all moving in, in different directions and doing different things. And it was an opportunity to bring and get everybody back together. And so I have two children. They are older. They're, you know, they're young adults, 20 and 25. But I, I spent a lot of time um, often wishing that they were home. Like, because I just kind of felt like this would be just such a great time to just hang out with them. And, you know, the thing with our families that people used to always say to me, once your kids get older, they don't want to spend any time with you. That is so not the truth because my husband and I love spending time with them as much as they do with us. And so we've actually all, you know, had like these group conversations where all four of us will get on the phone and chat and just talk about, you know, what we're all doing and you know how we're doing it in, in, in separate places, except for my husband and I, because we're in the house together. Um, but when you said that, G, it really made me think about how much I've spent time thinking they were closer, you know, and that we could do this downtime together and just like really enjoy it. And so I kind of miss that. Yeah, my two are um, older as well, and um, you know, as you know, my daughter has special needs, so. Um, you know, dealing with her with quarantine is different because she doesn't understand why she can't run to the mall when she wants to. Um, and then my son, you know, he's just a homebody sitting on my couch. So <laughs> I do get to see him regularly, but it is an opportunity to just really check in more with your kids than you can when we're all uh, moving about. Um, and so it's been interesting for me as well, even though every now and then I want to knock him upside his head, sitting on my sofa with them lights blaring for no reason. But hey, 
I digress. Um, There's Amber, always talk, those moments. <laughs> girl, I cannot. Um, let's talk a little bit, Amber. I know you mentioned it as well, and I, I kind of hear it in the in the theme of what we're talking about here. But what was it about this time that um, I think it's interesting, and you can uh, elaborate on that as well. Is it just that you had more time to work on your craft? What was it about this time that really helped you to realize, hey, I'm really better at this than I gave myself credit for? Um, I think a lot of things went into play. Time, obviously, was one of the biggest factors. Um, and sometimes I would get intimidated, even just looking at other people's websites, their pages, and saying, oh, man, I wish I could do that. And I think it also gave me time to do a little more research. So it made me realize that some of the things I was doing, that there was an easier way to do it, um, that this wasn't as difficult as it looked. Um, I think the research part of it was really important. And it gave me the time to do that. Um, to really look up and figure out how things work. And then, you know, once you kind of open one door, another one opens, another one opens. So once I kind of figured one thing out, I said to myself, oh, wait, I can do this with that. And I can do this with that. And it actually gave me more time to kind of play around with things. And I think that even if every, any, everything goes back to quote unquote normal, um, the things that I've learned during this time will help me do better in my business in the fact that I've already spent the time doing the research. And like I said, it makes me realize that there's other things that I can do that are where I could have done much easier. And so it's going to make me better in the long run because now I understand a little bit more of it. And so I think it was the time in the research during this time that really gave me the possibilities to really be able to grow my business and the options that I have now. And obviously, you know, you have more time to look up, you know, um, equipment and I've acquired some different equipment for my business, which obviously helps me do my things easier also. So all of those things put together, I think have really been a good thing for me and my business. Thank you very much for that, Amber. Let's talk a little bit now. So we all have uh, what I deem side hustles at this point because we all still work full time. Let's talk a little bit about how it has changed the way you view uh, your day gig, let's say. Um, and your relationship with others. What do you think, you know, Amber touched on a little bit, but what do you think um, it's going to do for how we live our lives at work, um, outside of work, once this quarantine is done? Maureen, why don't you start? Um, yeah, that's, wow. So I don't even know if this is a really good thing to say, but I will tell you that, you know, for the most part, I love my, my day job. Um, I will tell you that because I've had this time and space to be really clear and intentional about my side hustle, which I am most passionate about, way more passionate about that than anything I do in my day job, what's happened is it's allowed me to spend so much time in my mind and actually sitting down and writing things out for my side hustle that I feel like I have been to some extent ignoring my day job. And the really bad thing is that I'm not in any position, none of us are, to do that, you know, because my day job kind of goes on all day, you know, all night. There's, there's people coming at me like, you know, for the better part of, I would say, 12 hours. So it's it's really allowed me to really know that my side hustle is absolutely not only the thing that I should be doing, but the thing that I want to do more than anything. And, and so it's now it's making me think about the future and how much, how much more can I take and learn from my, my day gig 
parlay that into my side hustle so that I am able to one day make that transition to fully doing my side hustle. So my side hustle is no longer deemed quote unquote side hustle. It's, it's my thing. It's what I do. It's who I am. And so I, I think that, you know, I have to be, I always have to remember, I always have to say to myself, lean, you need to get back to that. Cause I'll, I'll get distracted in the day and start thinking about MGJ speaks. And all of a sudden, like an hour has gone by and I'm like, no, you gotta, you gotta get back to this. Or if I get a call that somebody calls me and says, Hey, do you have a few minutes? I got to switch my thinking back to my day job. And it should, it's, I shouldn't say it shouldn't be that way, but it, it shouldn't be that way that, you know, cause I need that job. That's, that's, you know, at the moment paying me the big bucks. Right. So I need that. I, mean, I need to be focused on it, but because I'm so in love with what I'm doing, um, with MGJ speaks, it's really hard for me to actually stay focused on my day job. Girl, I feel you. Gee, I see you wanted to say something, but just quickly, Maureen, just mm-hmm. remind our listeners a little bit about your uh, side hustle and what you do. Sure. Thank you. So MGJ Speaks, um, I'm the founder of that. It's a, a boutique consultancy that really supports the business and career endeavors of you know everyone. Um, I like to say that everyone with a keen focus on women, because it's most important to me that women are able to really discover their excellence, their confidence, and then discover what ultimately is their next. And so I do all of that. And then I also do um, public speaking as part of MGJ Speaks um, um, across, you know, all all three parts of, of that business. So, yeah. And that's what I love. Thank you very much, Maureen. So, G, you wanted to uh, chime in on um, this whole work and balance and how we're going to live afterwards. Uh, go oh, ahead. Absolutely. I just want to amen what Maureen was saying, because I am going through and I go through the same thing, you know, um, like what you said. I mean, we, we're all we're not really in a, in a position to to go at it full on 100% full time, you know, our, our passion and our side hustles. But, you know, I find it, it's becoming pretty difficult for me to, to uh, concentrate when I'm, when I'm in, in my work setting, because I'm so excited or like an idea will pop in my head and I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. All right. Focus G focus, focus. <laughs> and so, you know, it's a good thing, but you know, you also, and I, cause I do realize that hey, I need this. Like, this is my bread and butter right now. This is going to help me, you know, uh, fund my my passion, you know? So I recognize that, but just kind of going back a little bit, I'll share this little tidbit with you guys um, without getting myself in trouble. <laughs> but, you know, uh, for me, um, I actually entered the, the workplace again. Although I have been working steadily, working from home for the past, you know, four to five weeks, um, I'm having to go back into the office. And, you know, of course, like with anyone else, you, you struggle with that, you know, and that that was a little bit of a struggle with me. But I think once I moved past the, you know, the, the struggles and the complaining, and oh, my God, I got to, you know, get back up, and I got to deal with the hour commute, you know, going to work and coming back home and all of the stuff that you, you initially ask, we're all human, right? But when you get beyond the whole, wow, if I look at it from a gratitude standpoint, I still have a job and I can still provide for my family and I can still 
you know, have my side hustle and I still have a source of funding for that side hustle. So, you know, when you get beyond that, because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie, it was a struggle for me at first, but, you know, just kind of looking at it from a place of gratitude and without this job, without my career, I really, I, in essence, I wouldn't be able to, you know, like with my kids, there are no interruptions right now, you know, so I recognize that I come up from a very blessed place. And so when I want to, you know, go back to that place of, oh my gosh, I wish I could just work from home all the time. And I wish I think about that. And so I really try to, when I'm at work, although it's, I do have my moments where an idea will pop into my head for cook, pray, slay, and I just write it down. I write it down. And thanks to, uh, Amber, I have a brand new journal, but anyhow, um, so I write it down. I take my journal out and I write down my, my idea and I put it away and, and I try to put my all in what I'm doing right now for this company who's paying me a wage to do this job. So that's kind of how I approach it. Um, you know, and, and just going, you know, looking from that perspective has helped me in the past week, getting back to, you know, normalcy, whatever that means anymore. And just, you know, helping me, you know, put one foot in front of the other and just knowing why I'm, I'm doing this really helps, helps me a lot. Thank you, G. I feel both of you. It's very difficult to uh, stay focused sometimes when you found that passion, you're really excited about that. Amber, I want to get your point of view, but first G, if you could tell our audience, just remind them a little bit about what Cook, Pray, Slay is all about. Of course. Thank you. Um, so Cook, Pray, Slay is um, a food and recipe and lifestyle blog. Um, my tagline, and I, I, I like to keep it simple, but basically just to sum it all up, um, I, Cook Pray Slay is the place you can turn to for quick and easy recipe and lifestyle, or lifestyle um, inspiration for busy women, busy moms, women, career women, folks who are moving at such a fast pace to where sometimes life could get a little bit overwhelming and you're trying to figure out what you're going to fix for dinner or, you know, what, what are we going to do this weekend? That type of thing. So that's what Cook, Pray, Slay is. I'm really excited about it. And um, yeah, cookpraislay.com. Thank you very much for that. And Amber, what's your view on this and um, trying to get back into work and this time that you've really had to put into your side hustle and how are you managing all of that? Um, I can completely agree with everything that Maureen and Janine said. Um, for me, I did a small bit of working from home um, and where I work in my day job. But like they said, it is difficult because I spent so much time doing my side hustle here and was really starting to really, really enjoy it and really, um, really get into it. until so, you know, it was a little bit disappointing when I had to go back to work. And when I went to work, just as the same as them, I found myself thinking a lot of, oh my God, this is an idea for something. And this is this, and I have to write them down also. And, but I have to remember that also some of the reason that I can do the things that I can do in my side hustle is because of my main gig. And if it wasn't for the main gig, I wouldn't be able to maybe do things as fast or as quickly as I can on my side hustle. So it's a little bit, you know, disappointing because it's, you don't want to be there, but you're a little bit upset because you have to be there and to make things kind of work for what you want in your side hustle and what your real passion is. You have to do this other thing just to make sure that your passion, you know, really can get off the ground and, and get going. But 
for me, our first day at work was Friday and um, I wasn't really productive. <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, so I've got to get myself together because I've got to go back on Monday and be a little bit more productive. But it has made me be able to plan better and to get myself together, knowing that I would have to go back to work. And um, I've changed how I organize some of the orders and some of the things that I do. So it did make me get a little bit more organized to be able to go back to work. But just like everybody else, the struggle is real. You can say that again. I know you probably have that on a shirt, Amber, because the struggle is real. Um, let's talk a little bit about, so we all know that once this is over, we don't really know what it's going to look like. I mean, I know some places are beginning to open up uh, public spaces again, but after having this time to really focus on your passion, I think it's interesting. All four of us really already knew going into this quarantine what we were passionate about, and it just gave us an opportunity to really hone those skills um, but what do you think life is going to be like, not only in um, trying to balance your side hustle and your main gig, but just in your relationships with the way you view things? How do you think this time of quarantine is going to change the way you work once we're kind of back to the hustle and bustle? And uh, Gee, I'll let you start. Well, you would pick me first. I have no idea, girl. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm just going to be real. No, um, it's a great question. Um, you know, I think, you know, I, I always try to focus on, you know, get beyond the whole, wow, I can't believe this is happening right now. Like I never thought in my lifetime we would be going through something like this, but it's all, it's also made me really appreciate just the simple things. You know, it makes me appreciate just being out and being able to to go out if, if my husband and I want to catch a movie, which we haven't done in forever, but, you know, just being out, being able to go wherever you wanted to go, whenever you wanted to go, you know, dinner and a movie, you know, or whatever it is that, that, you know, we want to do, we used to be able just, just to do it. And so now I look back and I'm typically a homebody anyway. So for me, this isn't really awful. I mean, I can find several things to do at home, but I know it's a struggle for a lot of other people. So, but just being told that you're to stay home or, you know, you can't go to a restaurant, you can't go to a movie, like that puts it in a different perspective. And so it's really caused me to appreciate the simple things, you know, um, and it's, you know, I, I miss my family, you know, I miss my uh, extended family. You know, we try to, you know, of course we keep in touch over the phone. Um, we've done a couple of uh, virtual uh, dinners and, and meetups with, with friends and family. So that's all been great, but I just can't wait to be able to go to my parents' house and just give them just big hugs, you know, or just my friends in general. And just, you know, that's, that's kind of, for me, that's, that's the biggest takeaway from this is just being more, you know, grateful about just the simple things and, and uh, not take everything too seriously and don't hold on to stuff, you know, like just all of, uh, you know, we, we can get wrapped up in, in minute details and just, you know, so that's, that's kind of my perspective on all of this. I totally feel you because I miss all y'all. We haven't seen each other in weeks, y'all. Except, for, I mean, I've seen Amber, that's my sister, but I haven't seen Maureen. I haven't seen Jemaine. I haven't seen I know. people. It's extremely stressful. What it's about hard. you, Maureen? 
Yeah, no, that is really true. Like you're, you're so, you're just not connected, even though you have phone conversations, you know, or there's a virtual happy hour or something. It's just really, really different. And, and here's the thing. So, you know, I'm naturally an introvert. And so I am really, really good with alone time. Like the, the, the isolation doesn't really bother me, but the flip side is when you actually have no choice, but to do it, then it's a little different, right? Cause then you're missing like people, like, like you said, you like, we haven't seen each other. You know, I would love to be able to jump on a plane and fly to Des Moines to visit Kayla, my daughter. I can't. So you know, it, it's very, it's very different from that standpoint. And then I also think that, you know, I, I have a, my view of everything now is with a very fresh perspective and gee, to your point, it's around the simple things, right. That you, you really tend to enjoy and you have much gratitude for, you know, for example, I, when this whole thing first started the first couple of weeks, the question that I would ask my husband is what are we having for dinner tonight? What are we having for dinner tonight? And that was because at least two to three times a week, we went out to eat. So now that, that stopped. And then I, once it stopped, like the, by the second week, I was like, wait a minute, we're actually like saving a lot of money because we're not spending any money on eating out. Like that's not a thing. And so then that turned into, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to eat out. Let's just, we'll just shop for food and I'll just cook whatever. And so, you know, I hope that I get to some point where I'm like, oh yeah, let's go out again. And I'm sure that I will. But for the time being, I'm like, wait a minute, we're not, we're not spending any money on that. And so now I like the fact of thinking about what we're not spending is just, you know, going into the bank and just, just sitting there. And the only real money um, we've actually spent during this time, and it was money well spent, was to donate to Feeding America Tampa Bay. Um, because that's where the real need is, you know, we are blessed enough not to have to need that. So why not, you know, provide for other people? So the time has really made me feel, um, just grateful for life. I'm always grateful for another day when I wake up and there's air in my lungs, but it's also really made me think about what can I be doing differently? What can I, and what should I? Um, be doing differently so that if we ever get to this point again in time and who knows we we could um, how will I handle it why you know will I be able to handle it it better and will I be thinking more about you know what what are the positives that come out of it as opposed to like the first two weeks where I was like oh my gosh you know what are we going to eat? Oh, what are we going to do? Oh, we're so used to just going, pick, pick it up and going out to dinner. And it's not like we were going out any place fancy, but it was still out, you know, and now we're not doing, we weren't doing anything. So I think that's a big thing for me, just recognizing the gratitude and, and the peace, the happiness. I think that, um, um, I really do believe that God allowed this, what I like to call a pause happen for a reason. You know, I think it was his way of saying that we, that he's still in charge. We think we are, but he really still is running things. And he was just like, yeah, y'all need a reminder. So Amen. let me just do this. Let me just do this and bring and check y'all because you don't understand who's really running things. You can and say I'm, that again. <laughs> yes. And I'm very appreciative to have been checked like that. 
Amber, what about you? How do you uh, think this is going to change your perspective once we get back to whatever normal is going to look like? Um, I know for me, um, I'm recently married and I remember that when this first happened and they sent my husband home, I said to myself, oh my God, every day, all day with him. And you're a newlywed. <laughs> I'm a newlywed. Right? Newly I'm just going to be honest. That was my first thought. But I can tell you truly say that it's it has been a blessing. Um, I think that this time of us being forced to spend a lot of time together um, has brought us closer. Our relationship is better. Um, anybody will tell you those first five years are tough. And I think that this has made it a little bit easier. Um, it has not been as quote unquote bad as I thought it would be. Um, you know, when I went to work, other than thinking about my business, I actually found myself, man, I wish I was, you know, home with him, even though he's working, we had a little routine that we would do. So those kind of things, I'm very appreciative for it. And I'm, um, you know, know that this time has brought us closer together. Um, what I'm hoping just for myself and for everyone else, um, Maureen, Janine, and everybody else out there, I'm hoping it's not one of these things where you, in the moment, you find all of these reasons why this is good and why this is great. And then slowly as life begins to go back to normal, you know, you kind of fall into the same bad habits that you had before. And um, I'll use an example. I remember like after 9-11 happened, the church was packed. Everybody was there. Everybody loved Jesus. Everybody thought he was so wonderful. And they were all up in there. And that lasted about a month. When the fear started to go away, when you didn't have so many travel restrictions and people could move like they could want to move, it made them, you saw the, the attendance start to dwindle again. And just the same people who were there before, the same committed people who were there before are the ones who were there again. So for all of us and for everybody else out there who's learned something from this, I'm just hoping that we all, myself included, can stick to it. And in whatever relationship it's made you... Um, you know, realize that are, are a blessing to you, whatever um, times that you feel like, man, I've really had time to, you know, hone in on what I really desire and what I do. I just all hope that we don't fall right back into the same of, I don't have time and this passion and stuff that we're feeling continues. Um, and like I said, it's for myself too, you know, um, really have to pray about it to make sure that this continues in the relationships that you have fostered. Of course, we want to get back to normal. Like you guys said, you know, I've been over to my parents' house, but I want to give them a big old hug and you just can't do that right now. So those kind of things are things, of course, that you want to change and go back to normal. I'm just hoping these feelings and things that we've accomplished and things that we have now during this time, that we continue that practice and that we don't have to get knocked on our feet again to be able to realize that, look, I shook you one time to tell you that this was important and I don't want to have to do it again, you know, kind of thing. Amen to that, Amber. Thank you so much, Maureen. There's something you wanted to add? Yeah. So I, Amber, I love that you said that um, because that is so true. Like we just, you know, after the worst of it has happened, we just kind of go back to that place like, ah, okay. And you, what you said just made me think of um, something personal. So my dad, um, who lives in New York and is going to be 79 in June, um, had the virus. And he was out for probably about three weeks, just ill and just, you know, fever over 103 for like days. And so I would call him a few day, a few times in a day. Um, I would call his wife. I'd harass her. I'd call him. But as he started to get worse, he actually didn't want to speak. You know, he, so I would just then communicate with her. And my siblings did the same thing. And, our, and as siblings, we all talked to each other a million times a day or were texting a few times a day. 
Um, and then when we got news that he was starting to get better, um, I was still calling. I was still checking in. I wasn't necessarily harassing his wife as much, but I was still checking in. And I will, you, what you just said made me think, wow, I haven't spoken to my dad since Monday. It is Saturday, but he's gotten better. And so it's, it's, you're right. You kind of slip back into this whole, yeah, I'll give him a call later. And then, you know, and I haven't, I haven't called him. I spoke to his wife yesterday because it was her birthday, but I haven't called him. And I, 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 you maybe think that I need to do, I need to do better. I need to make sure that I am having a regular conversation with him. It doesn't have to be every day, maybe once every other day or just a text because he loves to text. Um, I need to make sure that I'm doing that. So I love the fact that you put that out there and said, you know, we can't go back to doing what we did. You know, it, 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 it has to, we have to be consistent in our gratitude um, in the way that we make each other feel and the way others make us feel and, you know, just, just really stay on top of those things that have allowed us to become so mindful throughout all of this. Thank you so much for that, Maureen. Call your dad, girl, call your dad. Uh, I'm calling in today. <laughs> G, uh, you want to add something? Absolutely. Um, and I can appreciate Amber bringing that point up and Maureen, that was a great example. Um, you know, and I just, I want to just kind of amen what you guys are saying, because like for me, you know, I, I think about how God continues to show up even through all of the, all of this daunting news and, you know, everything's just, you turn on the TV, everything is just so dark and, and gloomy and, you know, we're in the, in the middle of this, you know, pandemic and, you know, it's just, it's horrible. But I just think about just, in my experience, just in the last, you know, five, six weeks, how God has shown up even for me, you know, and I think I've seen people, you know, like in my neighborhood, or if I'm having to run out in, in the streets, <laughs> as, as we've been saying, it's hard out in these streets, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm finding people are a little bit more kinder, you know, like people are actually looking out for each other, um, you know, we're trying to find ways to connect. We can't see each other in person, but, you know, we're, we're calling each other, checking in on each other, you know, things like that. And, you know, kind of going back to what Maureen was saying about figuring out how you can help yourself, you know, especially us where, you know, I think all three of us are, or four of us have, are, are really blessed to where, you know, we, we are in a position where we could help others. And so just, taking that vein and just kind of making that commitment to continue that moving forward, because I really don't think we're ever going to get back to what we would consider normal. I, I, I think this has rocked us to, to the core to where, you know, unfortunately days of days of past before March, it was like, we never even saw this coming. So I think, you know, just making that commitment to ourselves to make sure that, this is not going to die once we can get back to a place where we can go anywhere we want or do whatever, do whatever we want. Um, but just, you know, reminding ourselves why this happened, because I really do think there's a bigger why to this. And, you know, I've, I've been seeing pictures and I'm sure you all have been too, like going viral of, you know, um, folks 
you know, th there was one picture that I saw, um, it was a, a police force and I'm not sure where it was, but they were all like in prayer or, you know, like you, people, I mean, people are dropping to their knees, like all over the world, you know, and taking this pause because you're right, Maureen, it's, it's not about us. We're not the ones in control. And so I really do feel like there's a bigger reason as to why we're going through this. And so that just is kind of helping me through this, you know, like, although I can't, you know, be there physically with my parents or my, 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 my sisters and brothers or whatever, we're still now checking up on each other more than ever now, you know, um, my family's really close or very close knit. So, I mean, I have seen my parents throughout, but I like Amber, I mean, I can't, give them a, a, a big old hug or whatever, I'll go and drop something off and I'm out. But we check up on each other daily. You know, I, I'm making sure, you know, my in-laws or my friends are okay. You know, if I'm, I happen to find something online that, you know, has been scarce in the stores, like, hey, did you still need that? Or just getting back to really having each other's back and looking out for each other, um, you know, having that in the forefront and just making that commitment to ourselves, like, okay, this is what's really important. Let's continue that. And, you know, there, there, there may be a time where we start to lag, you know, but then it's up to each other to show us, to show each other, like, okay, you know what, we, we need to get back to this. Um, so that's kind of my take on it, but this is a really great conversation. I'm, I'm really appreciating this whole conversation. It's awesome. I am as well. Thank you so much for that. Maureen, is there something you wanted to add? No, nothing really. I just think that um, I, I just agree with all of it. And, you know, G kind of wrapped up nicely. I'm really appreciating this, this, this entire dialogue. It's, it's just making me even more, you know, thoughtful and mindful of, you know, the things that I need to do and continue to do and the needs that I need to encourage my kids to do, my husband you know, just, just, just everyone. And, and yes, I'm going to call my dad, like right after, and right after this. And here's the thing. It's not like I don't want to call my dad. It's just that you get so wrapped up you in whatever busy. your thing is. Yes. Yep. And then all of a sudden it's midnight and I can't call him. So yeah, this, I just, I'm really happy we're having this conversation. I am as well. This has been wonderful. As we get ready to wrap it up, um, I'm going to give you guys a chance to think about it while I go first. So we've talked a little bit about it, but if you guys had to pick one word that would sum up what this quarantine time has uh, taught you or has meant to you, one word to sum that up and why you've chosen that word is how we'll end this today. And so I will start. And um, even as I was thinking about the question, I thought, oh, Lord, one word. Um, I think the word that I would use, believe it or not, is blessed. And the reason I say that is um, you know, both my husband and I have still been able to work, praise the Lord, uh, because we are a two income household. Um, I've still been able to work on my side hustle. Um, I've had uh, a way to check on family and friends. You know, there were people scrambling, trying to get Wi-Fi because they couldn't afford it. And now their kids are doing e-learning and they needed a way to be able to have them connect to the internet. So, um, this has been a time that has taught me, um, just how blessed I am. Um, to appreciate God and all that he has done for me, for my family, for my friends. Um, you know, Maureen, until you talked about your dad, I haven't had any close friends that I know of who were ill or had uh, family members who were seriously ill. And so um, I, my word, if I had to sum it up, uh, would be even through all of the terrible things that are going on, 
um, you know, my household, my friends, my family truly been blessed. And so, um, Amber, what would your one word be and why? Um, Ooh, it's kind of tough, but um, my one word would probably be appreciative. Um, and I know, again, it sounds weird during this time, but I'm appreciative for basically the same reasons that you said. Um, but I'm appreciative for the time that I've got to spend with my husband, um, the time that um, I've gotten to spend on my side hustle, um, the time for me to really think of what's important in, in my life and just the important things for you to do in general. Um, so I'm appreciative that this happened because I truly believe if it hadn't happened, um, some of us wouldn't be able to go to the next level that we have been in our side hustles or, you know, my relationship with my husband could be drastically different right now. Um, or it could take us a longer time to get to the point that I believe that we're at right now. So I would say I'm appreciative for all things that happened during this time. Thank you, Amber. Angie, what would your word be and why? So, um, i I think my word would be, and I, I've said it several times throughout this episode, but grateful. I'm grateful just to have my health, to have my family, you know, um, my friends, you know, my close circle, my tribe, you know, I'm just grateful for everybody and, and, and you know, my situation, I'm, I feel like, you know, we've all echoed this, but, you know, we're in a situation where we could help others. And I realized that, you know, any one of us could be one of these families, you know, who don't know where their next meal is going to come from, or, you know, who's lost your job, or most importantly, lost a loved one, you know, so I am just really just in a grateful place right now. I realize that things can change like that. And so I really, you know, try to lean on my faith and just releasing control because I could be a pretty controlling person. I love my, my, my list and my plans and, you know, but this has really caused me to just give it to God because my initial reaction was, oh my goodness, how am I going to manage my kids, you know, and, and, and this e-learning, you know what, it's going to be fine. So I'm just grateful, you know, for, for all that. So that's my word is grateful. Thank you so much. And Maureen, what is your word and why? So my word was grateful. Thanks G. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot. No, I'm just kidding. It was, but, it, but actually, um, this word will still work too. And it's reflection. And, um, I think it's, that's a it's, great word. It's a, yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's a good, it's a great word because the time that we've all been given to really sit back and think about all of the things that we can be both grateful and appreciative and blessed to have in our lives is you'll it's it's really an opportunity for us to think so much about not just ourselves but the world in general humanity in general and i think that that kind of reflection is necessary for everyone for all of us on this call for every single person walking the planet because you we never saw this coming and since we never saw this coming, 
we probably won't see the next one coming, but trust there will be something else coming. And so we need to, I think for me, it's important for me to be able to feel like I can reflect on all of the, the good that, that really has come out of it. Also reflect and um, think about all of the individuals who have been impacted in some way, shape or form by this through, you know, loss of a loved one, through, you know, loss of a, a you know, a job, loss of, you know, um, not having, you know, being able to connect and see the people whom they love in their, in, in their lives. And then all of a sudden they too were gone. So I think reflection is probably a, a really, that would be my word. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for that, Maureen. Um, as we wrap this up, just want to remind all of you to please keep those, you know, we've talked about it a little bit today, who have lost loved ones, jobs, who don't know where their next meal is coming from. Just remember those people uh, when you say your prayers each day. And if there's a way that you guys um, out there listening can somehow um, help those around you who are less fortunate, let's do that. Um, I'm thinking that that is something that I've definitely taken away as a part of what uh, we've all been talking about today. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. If, as always, there are things you want to hear my tribe and I talk about, you can hit me up at kdt at inmyshoestoday.com. Again, that is kdt at inmyshoestoday.com. Thinking of all of you, hoping that you're safe and well, and until the next time, be blessed.